Alright ladies and gents, how you doing? Name's Hagger. This is episode one in my podcast. First time doing it, first time having a laugh with it, all that good stuff. So, who am I? Scott Jones, um, live in Scotland, obviously. You couldn't tell with the accent. Um, I will try and keep my accent to a, a reasonable level. I am quite difficult to understand at times when I get a bit excited. However, I'd make no apologies for going off away on a tangent. So, what do I do? Who am I? I live in Fife in Scotland. Uh, I'm married. I've got a son. Um, I might introduce him at some point. Um, currently, I work at a poultry farm, which I love. Love my job. Absolutely love it. It's amazing. Good job. Good, good job. Good guys I work with, you know, I can't ask for much more than that. And, eh, uh, I've got two dogs, three dogs, sorry, which are absolutely mad. I've got one, a lasso called Willow. She's blind and deaf, pretty much. Well, nearly blind, nearly deaf. You know, she, she hears you when she wants to. Um, so, aye, that's fun. have got Libby, a Romanian rescue dog, eh, uh, quite off for that uh, initially she was scared of people and uh, she actually ran away when we first got her she ended up running like two or three hundred miles and uh, finally got her got her back kept her in the house for a few weeks and then she realised that it's better living with us than it is out in the street so she's not trying to escape anymore which is brilliant uh, we've got another dog called Chance um, he's off his head he's oh sorry Libby is like a cross between a, a Jack Russell and a Collie so it's quite a a weird looking dog but it's, you know it's a nice nice enough dog Chance he's a cross between a a what you call it a Staffy a Staffordshire Bull Terrier I should say a bulldog and a black labrador and it just looks like a massive staffy almost like a pit bull but he's got short black hair it's cute as hell uh, brilliant temperament he barks at everything but he'll just cuddle, cuddle you to death and uh, yeah which is great fun um, got two guinea pigs got a rabbit and uh, they stay in a pen out in the back garden. They have, they're off their heads. The rabbit just sits in the sun all day. He's a grey rabbit. And his hair, he's been lying in the sun that much that the hair on his face is dyed orange. <laughs> yeah. Half his bloody head, man. So, yeah. Hang on. Come like eating cheese crackers and a cup of coffee. So, yeah. Uh, I got four toads that I found at work. I will get to what I did in a minute. Oh, I've done that. But uh, these toads are funny as hell. One of them goes up to the glass, puts his hands on the glass. She's standing upright, and then slides down and falls on the floor, and then does it again. <laughs> and yeah, just stupid little toads, eh? Um. 
There you are. Also have a newt that I've found. Um, yeah, that's interesting. And uh, two goldfish. So yeah, that, that's the pet front. The snake died early, at the start of the year, but, you know, an unfortunate cycle of life, eh? Um, I used to have chickens, pet chickens, and yeah, they, they were brilliant. Hilarious. Chickens are so stupid, but they've got their own little personality, and it's, it's really funny watching them doing stuff in the garden. It's just outrageous. So, eh... Uh, yeah, good fun to watch them just getting up to mischief. Um, right, that's it. My son, he is seven. Well, two rag, you know, little boy, half his head. He's uh, <laughs> basically does what he wants. You know, aye, he's got discipline there, but it's the little boy. Eh? He does what he wants. So I that's that on that front. The wife. Uh, the wife's called Debbie. She's brilliant. Uh, love her to bits. We need to be with her. Um, I'm going to... We'll talk about her another day. Maybe get her on the podcast and speak to her. Let you uh, hear it for the, the horse's mouth, as it were. Um, my car broke down recently. The clutch went, so there's there's a thing that I might have to sort. But I've put too much money into the car, to be honest. So I might have to actually get rid of the car. But we'll see how much it's going to cost first. We've got estimated about three hundred and fifty pound. Not really worth it, to be honest. But uh, that's the car. I also do taekwondo. Which is brilliant. I love Taekwondo. I've got a competition coming up um, in Cowden Beef. And it's it's really big. I think there's about 150 people going to go. That's kids and adults as well. So, yeah, that'd be good. I might be refereeing. I might not be. This depends on what's available today. If I'm not, great. If I am, great. It doesn't really matter, to be honest. I'll enjoy it either way, because I'll still be taking part in the competition, even though I am refereeing. So that'll be good. Um, now you've got a, a moves to do called a pattern, and each pattern's got a different combination of moves. For example, four directional punch: step forward, punch forward, and then it's step back into the right. And then it's a, a block, and then it's forward, punch, and you go around in a little circle. And you do all that all the way around, you get back to the start, you do the same again, but with the opposite side. And each time you add another pattern, well, each time you grade, you add another pattern. And you've got two to begin with, then you've got, then you've got your, other, your extra one for when you, you get your next grade. So you've got to remember all three of them, then all four, then all five, all the way up. Until you've learnt them all. <laughs> but it takes years and years and years. But, eh... Uh, I'm currently a game belt. I'm doing a pattern called One Yo. And... I've basically forgotten... 
most of the other ones, but uh, it's because of my competition, and I've just been focusing on the one pattern and not thinking about the other ones at all. And every time I do start thinking about them, um, first two are easy, you know, I think about them sometimes, but as for the rest of them, they're a bit more technical. So every time I start thinking about them, I just no, no, one yo, and then I start thinking about one yo to stop myself thinking about the other patterns and I might practice it there and then you know I'm practicing it now two, three, four times a day and I've got the muscle memory down so every time I start it my body's just going through the functions and through the motions and all I'm doing is trying to perfect the techniques as I'm doing them because of my body is doing what it needs to do I'm actually sitting here moving my arms around <laughs> oh wow yeah, so, yeah, I'm um, sparring as well, I've, well, we get in judged on my, my pattern, and then we get judged on our sparring, so you got to score points, you know, against certain opponents and whatnot, so, been practicing different techniques and things like that to try and help score points, it's, the good thing about Taekwondo though is it's not full contact, it's semi-contact. You're not supposed to knock people out. Knock someone out, you're going to lose. Right? Which, you know, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to get disqualified, then fine. But, eh, uh, what you're wanting is, you want to do the techniques properly. And, do it so you're not killing anyone. You're not supposed to hurt, injure anyone. People get injured, you know, people do get hurt, but, I'd like to think it wasn't intentional. And any time I've been sparring with people when I think I've hit them too hard, sorry, you are right. Yep, I'm fine. Keep going. Right, absolutely fine. And they do the same with you. If they think they've hit you too hard, you know, shrug it off, right, fine, whatever. People do get hit quite hard sometimes, eh? Sometimes you just move the wrong way or move into a kick rather than away from it and you get a sail one. That happens, eh? It's fine. Play the good with the bad. Um, so yeah, that's the Taekwondo front. Um, aye, that's that. I am, um, what else have we been talking about recently? Warcraft. World of Warcraft. I've been playing that. That's good fun. Um, new expansions come out. It's weird as fuck. Game, the game's fine as it is. But they've added in this fucking Azerite armor, right? Which is fucking shite. Oh my god. Honestly, it's really bad. You get a necklace, right? And you do quests and you do things, world quests, do dungeons and raids. And you level up this necklace, which is fine. But then you get a helmet. You put the helmet on. Well, that's, that's alright. And then you open up the helmet and you look at it and it's got like things built into the helmet. So you've got an extra fireball. You've got a, an ability that throws daggers. You've got another couple. We've got four things inside this helmet. You pick one of them. 
and then you pick another one and you pick another one uh, later on but you've got to level up your necklace to use this so once you've got that and you go a lot you go through the game and you get another head that's a higher level than that one you can't use the abilities inside it because your necklace isn't high enough same abilities it's like so I've just been using that ability in that but I can't use it in there what what it's messed up like don't you it just doesn't make sense but to be honest I'm just quite happy playing the game so aye I just ignore that the best I can Um, aye so that's that Fortnite I've been playing Fortnite and what, I do, what I've been doing is using Fortnite as a, like a warm up match and then going into Counter Strike and playing that and it seems to be making me better so I am quite enjoying that it's different um, I've not played PUBG since I got it <laughs> I think I've played it for maybe 3 or 4 hours and then just stopped playing it you know, playing other games Maybe get a refund on that actually. But I um, That's just it. So. That's just that. I was a. Uh, I started training at the start of the year. Because at Christmas I got that really bad. Is it Australian flu? Whatever it was. And I lost like. What? I lost a stone in weight. No, sorry, I lost half a stone by the time that I had that. And then I started feeling better, so I started eating. But I started eating properly. And within another week, so in a two-week period, I lost a stone. One whole stone, which is about 14 pounds, or about six kilos, I think. I think there's two pounds in a kilo, something like that. So I, I lost 14 pounds. Uh, And what I did was I just stuck to stuck to a diet. I lost another stone. I started training harder with Taekwondo and I started going to boxing training. Started going to the gym, you know, and I was really getting into it. Then I started mixed martial arts training. Now, one night we were sparring and the guy grabbed my leg, twisted down, threw me on the floor, which was great if he was trying to injure my knee because that's what happened stretch the tendon on the inside of my knee now I know he didn't break it because I damaged it before and I'll get into that now but I had to pull out of the MMA training it was for charity it's like 6 weeks training or something and you know I fight at the end um, I had to give that up so I've basically been out of commission since then so I've put a stone back on which is unfortunate, but, you know, I, I lost two, put one on. But I'm trying to eat properly, and eat, you know, to an extent, but I'm I'm slowly starting to get back into my training now. My knee's still giving me a little bit of grief, this was a few months back, and uh, hopefully I'll be back up and running by, realistically, I'd say January. And then start all over again. But I won't be doing MMA training again, or jiu-jitsu for that matter, just because I work on a farm, I need to be able to walk. 
Well, although it's a desk job, fine. You know, I can maybe get away with it. Going in my crutches, you know, or a wheelchair. If I'm at a desk all day, it's fine. Well, it's not fine, but it's easier than... I can't use crutches on a farm, you know what I mean? So, yeah. However, I am going to start boxing training and see if I can get into that instead. Because, let's face it, if I get, what, a burst eye socket, a broken collarbone, a broken wrist, you know, I can still work. You know, that's it's fine. I can still walk around and do what I need to do. Um, yeah, see how that goes. Right, that's that's that in the training front. Um, I've said to Mr. Herd, my instructor for Taekwondo, that I don't want to grade next time. Well, I believe the next grading's July, August, September, tomorrow, August, September, October. Aye, aye, October. The next grading's in October. Now, in theory, I could grade if I wanted to, but like I said to Mr. Herd, I would rather wait till February because it's less stress, then I'll know exactly what I need to do and I'll know everything that I need to know for my grading rather than trying to cram it all in after the competition. I don't want that. But the stress is off me now because we'll be doing all the grading stuff before the grading. Going through it all, repetitiveness, dealing with it, you know, doing it all the time. But then, after that, I'll know it. I don't have to worry about it, I don't stress about it. I've got loads of practice, everything that I know, and then grade in February. Which will be my, what, blue stripe, I believe? Blue stripe, blue. Um. Red stripe, red, black stripe, black. No, that's about right. No, it's something like that. So I got my blue stripe if I, when that's the case. So we'll see how that goes. Um, aye, I tried to get the wife into it, she was having none of it. I've got my boy doing it. He's a, he's got, the, it's like a kids, he does a kids class and they get what they call a, well for us they call it the rainbows. Oh, the rainbow the rainbow grades. Um, there's another taekwondo organisation they call it pandas, panda stripes or something. So, uh, it's basically just like a like a mini grade, if you like. So the kids will do a little bit, and another little bit, and another little bit, and it all leads up to their yellow belt or their yellow stripe, whatever it is. And uh, so they do like eight gradings to one big grade. And by that point, hopefully they're the right age and they'll be able to grade normally. But, you know, it's just, it's basically just discipline at that age. Can you do this? Can you do that? Copy me, do this, do that. You know, it's, it's not hard at that age. Yeah. It's not designed to be hard. But you're not going to get sent for a grade in if you're not ready for it, which is good, you know, they'll look after you. So, if Mr. Herb doesn't think I'm ready to grade, he'll, he'll say to me, look, I don't think you should grade. I'll say, yeah, that's fine. 
Oh, I'm a bit sick of me. I think you're ready to grid. And at the time, I'm like, all right, okay. Um, yep, put my name down for it. I'll do it. But I've got no intentions of doing it. You know. But I'm going to start doing two classes a week uh, next month. Uh, I've got a lot of payments going out this month, but I'll start doing double classes and see how it goes. Oh, well, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that'll be fine. So, oh, my knee. Uh, I first hurt my knee when I was in Switzerland skiing. Now, I went skiing, I used to be in the army. And one, I was in my, I was in the office one day. And the officer running the skiing trip came into the office. He goes, anybody want to go skiing? I, you don't know when it is. I was like, I don't care. I'm going. <laughs> She's like, right, I need to speak to your platoon commander. So he went and spoke to my platoon commander. My platoon commander tried to stop him from taking me. Well, I don't think he's got enough money. He's not good with money and things like that. He's just not wanting me to go, eh? And the other officer's like, well, that's fine. I'll just get the money when I come back. <laughs> £250. To go skiing for six weeks. That was three meals a day. That was uh, a roof over my head. All my equipment. The whole lot. To be fair, I bought myself some nicer stuff. I got myself some goggles and good gloves. Um, a nice, nice pair of socks and that. A jacket. Um, a nice tummy and a neck warmer, you know. Obviously, it was cold up there, you know. So yeah, I got all that stuff. All in all, I think I must have spent about three hundred pounds on equipment, even though I didn't really need it. You know, you got given stuff. So that's by the by. But even so, no matter rule, you had to be at ski left. For 8am. And if you weren't at the ski lift, you had to be waiting outside the shop that we went to. And if you paid cash, you got a 25% discount. Now one day, I was, uh, I got particularly drunk the night before, which is fine. You know, they didn't bother about that. As long as you didn't make too much of an arse of yourself. Absolutely fine. Well, you're allowed to make your ass like yourself. You just, you know, behave. Don't be, don't be causing bother. Uh, don't be getting naked and doing jelly shots off each other and things like that, you know. Just, just behave. So, I'm walking up to this shop. I'm steaming. I'm still drunk from the night before. And I'm standing outside this shop. I walk up to the shop, it's like maybe two or three minutes past. And I'm standing there. I was only going in there because I wasn't going to make it to the slope by eight o'clock. The, the gondola opened at eight o'clock. All right, everybody was still stood there. And I walks up to the shop, it's shut, and I'm waiting for the shop to open. Finally goes in. I think I bought myself a pair of sunglasses. Oh, yeah, I spent too much on them actually. I think they were like £89. 
at the time and that was like what 10 years ago <laughs> so yeah that was fun not anyway walks up to the ski slope and one of my corporals that were there you were late what you were late you're gated tonight and you say gated i mean in a sense you're grounded you're not allowed to go out go out and get drunk that night and um I'm like, you fucking joking? No. I'm serious. I was, like, I was there before the shop opened, but you weren't there at 8 o'clock. I'm like, really? You're going to be that pernickety about it? So, yeah, I got gated because of that prick. Um, which was a shame, but, you know, fuck it. Disappointing the army is a weird one, you know? So... I had a... Well, I was meant to be talking about my knee. Aye. So I'm I'm coming down this hill one day. I'm trying... We're, we're learning to ski to race. That was the whole reason we were there. It was like four weeks, four and a half weeks of training. And then the last week and a half was like the... The racing, you know, were actually like a little competition between us. And uh, the place where we were at, Verbier, was actually for, that's where the artillery, the, uh, it was basically what they call core regiments, they're in a core, like drivers, artillery, chefs, things like that, they're, they're a core. And you were infantry, which was what I was in, the Black Watch. Um, but the Black Watch, we're the only infantry regiment to go there and we kept getting invited back because we held the best party at Christmas. <laughs> and what we did was, they still opened the ski slope on Christmas. So we took up 25 bottles of champagne and went up to this hut, a little hut on the, on the hill and there was like inflatable palm trees in it. So I was technically gated that night, or that day, sorry, and uh, my platoon commander says, right, you're not drinking tonight. I'm like, that's fine. I'll do it tonight and I'll get drunk tomorrow. Yeah. He gave me five bottles of champagne to take up there. What do you think happened? I gets to this fucking shed. Right, Jonesy, take that bottle. Take, take uh, everybody that wants one's already got a glass. You just go around and top the glasses up. I'm like, neighbor, nee takes one bottle takes another bottle, opened them both, I was like, right, one for you, one bottle, and one for me, the other bottle, one for you, one for me, and I just kept going, right, oh man, what a fucking state I was in, try to ski down this hill, with five, em well, it was more than five bottles, I think I maybe had about ten in my bag, try to ski down this hill, blazing drunk, with a kilt on, oh wow, that was amazing, <laughs> oh, it was freezing. Going up was even worse. We're sat on the ski lift, and or the the chair, and the wind's blowing up the kilt. Oh wow, that was freezing. But yeah, it was good fun. We had a good laugh. So I would recommend everybody goes up the uh, well, skiing in general. You know, it's a good laugh. Good nights out. 
you know, just watch how much money you're spending because it's easy to spend money. Like, oh, wow. I spent £1,500 in a week. That, that was how much I got paid on the Wednesday. My wage was gone by the next Wednesday. Luckily, I'd already transferred money from my ISA account. It takes five working days to go through on the Tuesday. So by the time my wage was gone, the next lot went in. I was like, right, okay, behave. Watch what you're spending. And it lasted the rest of the month. But, you know, shit happens, eh? So, yeah, when I was skiing, racing down this hill, uh, I was going down as fast as I could. And they do a thing we call edging on the side of your skis. And the less surface area that's touching the snow, the faster you go. So if you're on the side of your skis, on, like, the point, if you like, then there's hardly any friction. And you're just gliding down the snow, ice, uh, down the snow. But the problem is you turn. So you go to left, right, left, right, left, right. So I'm going down this hill as fast as humanly possible. And there's a bunch of people at the left at the bottom. Now, there was a choice here. The left had a bunch of people at the bottom of it. Or you could go past them and keep going down the hill. But there wasn't that much space to go past them. Now, if it's not the first time it happened where you're going to go around someone and someone skis, someone comes out behind that crowd and you end up hitting them or nearly hitting them. And I was going way too fast. If I'd hit somebody, somebody's dying. Like, oh, I'm a big guy, you know. So, like I said, I had a choice. Potentially crash into someone or go into the powder, the, the soft snow, and potentially be fine. So I chose the powder. Well, it wasn't powder at this point. It was like the snow hadn't really melted, but it was frozen. So I'm, I goes up onto this and it's solid and blah, 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 blah. So, oh no, I'm going to die. Gets, uh, and all of a sudden out of nowhere, there's this divot. There's a big massive hole. It's like a trench, I should say. A big long trench. Up the hole, down the hill. And there's a big pile of snow in the middle. Now, it must have been at least four or five metres away from me, this mound. And if I'd managed to get about six metres, I would have hit the top of it, and I would have went down the other side, and I would have been fine. That wasn't what happened. I got told, if you're ever going to jump off something, you've got to lean forward and commit to it. Because if you lean back, you're going to roll backwards, and you're going to hit the snow, and you're going to, you're going to hurt yourself. So, I went for it. Hands out in front of me, I jump off of this bit, hits it, both skis land flat on this, this mound. And it, I'm at about a 45 degree angle with the ski where the skis hit. One foot goes right, one foot goes left, and then I start rolling. <laughs> Head butt the snow, bang, feet go over the top, and my left ski didn't come off. Because we were training a race, and as you get more competent at skiing, you tighten up the skis at the back. It stops the skis coming off because if you hit a little bump when you first start, you want it to come off because you're going to lose your balance. You don't want to injure yourself. So I was like, told the platoon commander, tighten it up a wee bit. So he tightened it up for me. And the left one wouldn't come off. And it twisted my knee. And it stretched the tendon in my knee. And uh, that was me out of commission for the rest of the skiing trip. But uh, I stayed there. My platoon commander actually asked me, do you want to stay or do you want to go home? I'm like, well... Might as well stay here. You know, it's less hassle if he's alright with it and he was cool with it. So 
I was just stood there. I just got pushed for the the two weeks that were remaining. <laughs> oh, it was oh, it was brilliant. What a what a banter we had. And uh, yeah, the, the party at New Year. Oh my God, that was amazing. The the party. So I think Verbi holds what four or five thousand people. Can't quite remember the exact numbers, but they have a street party at New Year, all the way up to midnight, and oh wow, I'm telling you, it lasted, it lasted ages, but it was, this went on all night, but the street party basically ended at about one o'clock, but all the pubs were open for an outrageous time, so we get, say, there must have been about 35,000 people, 40,000 people on the street at least and I've got a video somewhere I'll see if I can dig it out and it's, uh, it's something else you know they people like I was stood on like a a big stone monument thing with my kilt on people are lifting up my kilt and throwing snowballs at me you know good fun pushed out my brain I was I think I was drunk by about 8pm on New Year's Eve and I was absolutely minging but I lasted to about 3-4 in the morning so I did well that night and uh, drinking a screwdriver, vodka and fresh orange. Oh, my throat didn't like me the next day, like, woofed. Yeah, so that was fun. Um, oh, it was a real, really good time. And, uh, okay, tangent. But when I buggered my knee, I was out of commission. And uh, it took me a few months to get back to normal, like, but since I was in the army, you're going down to physio every day and you're doing your strength training and all that. And it was just light exercises. It was nothing metal. It was just like, do squats where you're leaning against the wall. Squat up and down the wall for like, I don't know, day 20 of them. Then go up and down the gym hall doing lunges, walking lunges. And I was doing them, but... The physio is like, don't do it quick, do it slowly. I want to see you taking at least five or ten minutes to walk down and back. All right, okay. So I kicked the ass out of it. I took about 15 minutes to do it. And I was like, is that all right? He goes, that is fine. The slower the better. You're trying to build the muscle. And that's what it's all about. You know, you, the slower you do it, the bigger the muscle gets. And what you were doing is we're trying to strengthen the tendon. And by exercising the muscles, it was exor- it was moving the tendon in and out and stretching it, stretching it, and then it was it got used to it got back to the, the elasticness that it needed to be, just like an elastic band if you imagine. You overstretch one of them, it's buggered. But you're never gonna fix it. But if you can imagine if you just put it to put it together so it's like hanging down, if you go in and out, it's not gonna do anything. But we are tendons in your leg it starts to strengthen back up starts to tighten back up i need to keep my leg stronger than the other leg apparently or stronger than usual but you know it happens eh? it's it's just part of injuries is but i never damaged anything i just stretched it so it's it's not too bad but that's what i done in mma training the guy grabbed me pulled me down and had to pull out but yeah it's an experience nonetheless so, yeah. Um, and I think I'm going to call it there.
Um, I don't really have anything else to talk about right now. I'll have some subjects to talk about next time. This is just a brief introduction to me. Um, so, yeah. Uh, this will be on, hopefully, be on your favourite favourite uh, pod, podcast apps. So, tweet to me. Big Hags First Podcast. Hashtag Hags Podcast. There you go. Hashtag Hags Podcast. H-A-G-S Cast. Hags Cast. Oh, that'll be. Hagscast. <laughs> Hagscast. Hashtag Hagscast. Oh my god, I'm getting myself mixed up here. Yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Hagar1987. H A G G A R. 1987. And, uh, aye, give a follow. I'll let you ken what I'm up to. I live stream and all that on Twitch. I occasionally put videos on YouTube. Depends how I feel, really. I put my vlogs now there. If you watch my vlogs, you've probably heard me say this anyway, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. Aye. So, love you and leave you guys. Um, leave a comment, and uh, we'll see where we can improve on this in the future. Enjoy. Toodaloo, guys. <laughs>